0: Popcorn Junkies, we're back. First of all, I have to say, first Popcorn Junkies review of a movie seen at the cinema since, oh, I can't remember what, but it's been at least five months, about four to five months. I think it might have been The Invisible Man. Going into the cinema was a really emotional experience. Everyone in our local cinema Was standing with their hands together, not because they were praying, but because they wanted to thank people as we arrived. And as we arrived, they sort of bowed and sort of were grateful. And uh, it was an emotional, it sort of choked me up really going in. Fingers crossed for the theatrical experience. That's why I'm going out there, we're going out there and we're going to be putting our bums on seats to keep cinemas going because uh, we don't want to lose the cinematic experience. We love streaming, but we don't want to lose the cinematic experience. But anyway, the film today is Saint Francis, and this is a curious film. As I say, it's an American indie sort of comedy indie. Uh, it's di- it's written by Kelly O'Sullivan, and it also stars Kelly O'Sullivan, um, and I believe it's directed by Alex Thompson, who's her husband. Um, and this is a I hate to use the term a female movie it's a film about a whole host of feminine and and feminist and female and women issues and the thing about this film is it's about all of the taboos around being a woman and it deals with them directly and in a really quite frank and unembarrassed and un- unashamed way it deals with menstruating it deals with uh, abortions, it deals with the impact that abortions have on you physically as well as emotionally, it deals with postnatal depression, it deals with the sort of emotional muckiness if you like of what it means to be a woman and it does it in an unashamed and incredibly uh, I think quietly revolutionary way so what's the premise so the premise is Bridget it's about Bridget played by Kelly O'Sullivan she she's a 34 year old it starts the film starts in a brilliant scene at a party where she's kind of being chatted up by someone who's older than her I think he's in his 40s and he's talking about the futility of life he hasn't achieved anything with his life he hasn't got the right job he hasn't got the right he hasn't got the right you know lifestyle what have you and then he's washed up and he's lost uh, and then he sort of criticises the idea of just working as a server in a restaurant. And she works as a server in a restaurant, and she's 34, and really everything he's saying, uh, she kind of is. And so in a backhanded way, he's completely insulted her. So she sat there at a party. And I think from the get-go, in that first moment, that first scene, you realise that Kelly O'Sullivan playing Bridget is an absolutely brilliant actress she 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 holds this film together without a shadow of a doubt she's the central beating heart of this film and it's called saint francis because as i said earlier she she has a very she meets a guy at this party not the guy that was boring her to death they have a quick fling and the first scene the first sort of prolonged scene is a scene where they have sex and and then suddenly you're in this really quite I couldn't believe it at first and then I had to really question my own prejudices and sense of discomfort because then you have a scene where essentially she's on her period, she's had sex and there's blood all over the room. I mean literally all over the bed, all over her and even all over her boyfriend's face (laughs) and it's dealt with comedically it's dealt with matter-of-factly it's dealt with in a very realistic way it's dealt with in a way that would take the taboo and the shame and the fear around such a thing out of it and it presents it it doesn't just send it up as it's not like done in a sort of frat school sort of way do you know what I mean it's dealt with in a sort of quite a tender way in a quite an authentic way but it was quite it 's quite a kind of punch between the eyes, and I thought quite a bold move for this film and it 's the first of many, so she has this relationship she ends up um, getting pregnant she doesn 't necessarily want a baby um, she struggles with the idea of what having a baby is about um, she goes and as I say, she has an abortion a brilliantly observed relationship between her and the guy that she 's met at the party really believed it really really strong slightly sort of improvisational scenes of them together talking about whether they should have the baby or not have the baby the awkward conversation between two people who don't know each other that well and about whether you know having this really important thing of a baby feels like it must be a really significant thing but actually it doesn't work for either of them dealt with very cleverly I thought and very authentically um to then uh, Bridget. Having the abortion and then trying to get a job as a nanny and so she gets a job as a nanny for two a lesbian couple who have just or the the oldest of the lesbian couple is about to have a baby and they make a big deal of the fact that she's a geriatric mother-to-be something that nadia was described as you know over a certain age i think if you're over 35 i think you're, you're described as a geriatric mother what a horrendous term to kind of put upon someone who's still essentially so young So you've got that element, Um, and so she goes and applies to become a nanny. And she gets the job as a nanny, and it's a curious film. I don't want to give too much away again. The lesbian couple are about to have a baby. They have the baby, but alongside that, they've also already got a sort of four- or five-year-old child, six-year-old child, uh, called Francis. And the name of the film, St. Francis, the film is kind of, I mean, it's sold as a bit of a sort of buddy movie between Bridget and Francis, I think that's a bit of a bum steer. You know, they have a relationship of sorts and it's a significant relationship. But I didn't feel that it was a really intense and and, and meaningful relationship. And I think they tried to imbue the young girl with that thing that the young girl in the Florida project had which was a sort of a sense of sort of improvisational kind of bad behavior and you know she was just a kid in each scene and so Bridget would interact with her so you had these scenes where you've got Bridget really thinking about what it means to be a mum because she's essentially being a nanny to this child and she's also becomes closer and closer to the lesbian couple or certainly the the half of the lesbian couple that's carrying the baby and so questions around you know what it means to be a mum, what it means to be a surrogate mum, essentially, um, and so you know there are sort of lots of moments in this film where we are asked to really question and contend with the meanings of uh, you know what it means to be a woman of a certain age uh, and not a not a particularly old age, having to make quite huge decisions about. Their own fertility and whether they have children and the commitments they want to or should make you know if you haven't met the, met the right person how can you have a child even when you've got this lesbian couple who feel like they're so the right people for each other their relationship the lesbian couple are having a a fractious relationship there, there, there are things that aren't right there when the pregnant lesbian partner has the baby she goes into a sort of postnatal funk i mean a real funk which i thought was really nicely drawn it wasn't it wasn't sort of just a woman on a downer she had moments of upness but it was the low level depression and 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 sort of ill at ease that she felt about having had the baby and which is really nice because there are moments where bridget then steps in to sort of help with the baby and uh help the lesbian couple get through this crisis essentially and so you know what happens is you see this narrative arc for bridget our main girl you know the woman 34 year old you know so she goes through the abortion she goes through this developing a relationship with this six-year-old she goes through helping essentially the lesbian uh, woman who's who's having the baby and then when she's had the baby helps her through her postnatal depression. If I had a criticism at all because I think it's a it's a quietly very important film this if I had any criticism at all I felt sometimes like the film was was maybe hitting on the nose a bit too perfectly uh, the the sort of the categories of things to be dealt with so you know I'm not saying that you know So there were moments where you felt it was a bit achingly obvious in its sort of political correctness. There were a few characters that were a little little bit stereotypical. So you had a really horrendous character. So when, when Bridget sort of, I won't give away what happens but Bridget sort of has a falling out with the guy that she got pregnant with and who she sort of has the abortion with. And then she falls for this other guy who's a sort of wandering minstrel, plays a guitar and he's really kind of cool but in a really naff way. You know, the kind of guy that sort of at a party, pulls out a guitar and goes, anyone want to tune? And it's just really cringy. And so when she falls for this real kind of creep of a guy, you sort of think, no she wouldn't make that choice, she wouldn't make that decision but we all make spectacular particularly stupid decisions in love don't we and so she she makes a mistake he's a bit of a turd he's a bit of a creep he's obviously womanizes people all the time with his bloody minstrel guitar and his kind of woo 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 and all that kind of stuff so i felt that his character was a bit two-dimensional and a bit obvious i felt the lesbian couple were a bit sort of literal and a bit surface you know it's an incredibly diverse movie you know diversity wise it ticks all the right boxes it's an incredibly liberal-minded film it has sort of arched around it and given that if you look at the poster it's a sort of stained glass window you've got saint francis when you meet the lesbian couple they're very much catholics you know there's a catholicism in the film which of course has its implications when it comes to you know the right of life you know, the right that a baby has to life or the pro-choice lobby and all that kind of stuff. So it raises gently at the margins questions around fertility and uh, women's ability to choose whether they have children or not. Um, And there were moments, quiet, reflective moments, in which Kelly O'Sullivan's character Bridget, you know, clearly thought about whether, you know, the decision she'd made was the right decision whether it was a baby you know she, she 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 troubles and struggles with the concept of what what she did in having the abortion and i thought it was a very meaningful there's a very meaningful scene where her you know the boyfriend that she had that she got pregnant with he had a notebook of all of his emotions because he's like this what was it he's a sort of millennial guy or something and and so he writes down all his emotions and he'd like to talk about them with her but she doesn't want to talk about them at all and i thought it was quite clever that you had this sort of role reversal where one of the male characters was wanting to analyze what the decisions they'd made and why around the abortion whereas she kind of didn't at that point she does later but at that point she just didn't want to and she you know she didn't want to feel guilty she didn't want to feel bad she didn't want to be told it was a baby when it wasn't a baby she doesn't even think of it as a baby and so you have some of those those moments but I think this film's crowning triumph if you like is the fact that it does tackle taboos, to deal with something as simple as menstruation, to deal with something as sort of bodily as the constantly uh, sort of, you know, bleeding as a consequence of having an abortion. And, the you know, there are many, many scenes where Bridget, you know, bleeds or leaks or is caught out and, you know, the, the child that she's nannying, Francis, you know, embarrasses her by actually sort of picking up her Campax and stuff like that, and running around with them. You know, it's not afraid to go towards those topics, and I think in that sense, this would be a really liberating movie for um, for for women uh, to see. And in that sense, I never like to sort of say a film is gender specific, but I do think this is really speaking to women, and for us men going to watch it, it's a real eye opener on the hidden because society demands that it's hidden. Often, the hidden pressures, the hidden stresses, the hidden sort of you know, not humiliations because it's not humiliating, but society deems it humiliating, the hidden humiliations or, you know, judgments, the judgments that people make around these things. There's a very clever scene where uh, when the lesbian mum has had the baby and they're in the park and she's breastfeeding and another mother comes over and says it's outrageous that you're breastfeeding. So it asks questions around, you know, what's allowed and what's permissible around the human body, the woman's body, you know, what are we happy talking about, what aren't we happy talking about, and how does that factor into a young Woman's, you know, mind and heart, and how she le- lives her life. um I felt towards the end, the ending was a little bit too saccharine and too sweet and too obvious for me. But at, in essence, there is a really robust, strong, sassy, savvy performance at the center of this film by Kelly O'Sullivan, tenderly directed, I guess, by her partner. Um, and I suppose if I have any sort of frustration with the title and everything, I thought the young girl was good. I liked what they their relationship, but I didn't feel their relationship was the actual central heartbeat of the film. I think the film liked to think, or the film thought, it was a film about the connection between Bridget and Francis the six-year-old. Whereas I saw Francis the six-year-old very much as one of many other cast members or other members of Bridget's life. And yes, she was one of them, but she wasn't the defining one of them. And perhaps she was the least judgment judging one of them uh you know in in bridget's life but for me it was really just a case of watching bridget's character unfurl and rethinking what it means to be a woman in your mid-30s you're not old but and yet so much about your body and society is telling you you are old um so I would say, you know, it's, it's a great film to go and see. It's got a comedy tinge to it. There are some gasp out loud moments in terms of how they deal with certainly like the uh, the menstruating sex scene. I mean, that that's quite, quite in your face. And everyone has some experience of that at some point from either angle, male or female. And so I think there's some laughs to be had. And I think there's some taboos to be, you know, burst? Do you burst a taboo? Do you kind of unpeel it? Do you reverse a taboo? I don't know. It manages to do all of that. So it's well worth saying. If I had to give it a score out of 100, I'd probably give it about 85 out of 100. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.